Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm not sure where you're listening today because we are not live. We are actually live to tape and I am here at the Kanawha Library, the Kanawha County Library. This is the first time we've been doing this. I've got an awesome guest with me today and we are just going to dive right in here. I want to thank you for joining me. In case I forgot to mention, this is Joe Justice and you are listening to the Kanawha Valley Hustlers. I want to thank you for watching and I want to remind you that next week, September 19th, I have my marketing presentation on Marketing Secrets for Savvy Spins. That is gonna be with Up Next Charlie West. And I wanna remind you, you do not have to be a member for Up Next Charlie West to join that. You can join that, anybody can join that, so you can feel free to sign up. I will put the link in the descriptions and the comments, some way for you to join. It's gonna be a great presentation, and I think you're really gonna enjoy it. Let me set my timer here before we get started. So we don't go too long. I don't want to take too much of this man's time because I know he's very busy and he's got a lot of stuff going on. So I want to go ahead and introduce everybody here to Max Knapp. Max is the owner of Black Bear Capital and I would describe him best as a serial entrepreneur, but I'm going to let him go ahead and describe himself. So Max, tell me, buddy, what's your hustle? Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I co-own with a partner, Black Bear Capital, which is a wealth management firm uh, based here in West Virginia. Outside of that, I have interests in in private businesses, private investments, own some real estate, own a couple other operating entities here in West Virginia, an HVAC company, a, a plumbing company, um, have invested in, in a few others. And so again, here in West Virginia, I think it's it's prime opportunity for for young, ambitious professionals to really succeed through through entrepreneurship. I mean, especially around private businesses, there's there's a lot of legacy-based companies across our state that really lack succession planning. So um, startups are not the only way to, to, to find your way in, into entrepreneurship, but, but also through, through acquisition. Now, what you just said there was really interesting because I know when a lot of people, myself included, when I think of entrepreneurship, I think of startups. So I think, and you know, everybody's mind just kind of goes to Silicon Valley and that kind of stuff. But there is a lot of other ways to get into business, to run business and to, you know, have, be an entrepreneur, right? Yeah, it's exactly right. I mean, it's certainly a buzzword startup, um, and and they're right when they say a lot of America's growth is going to be through through startups. But you have to still consider retaining the businesses that that are are there, right? And so, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, um, when you come in and buy a business that have, that has been around for thirty years, your risk is also uh, much lower, right, than trying to start up your own entity. And it's still entrepreneurship. In a lot of these companies, there's there's a lot of things that need changed. And so, um, you know, again, I think startups kind of get a lot of the publicity, but acquisition is is certainly a really feasible way to 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 dip your foot into entrepreneurship so just kind of walk me through how does that work if there's uh, you know somebody he's got uh, let's say a plumbing business he's getting up there in years he's doesn't you know his kids have moved out of state or you know not interested in picking up the family business or whatever how how would you go about acquiring that what goes into something like that yeah i mean a lot of times what you find is that the owners of these businesses oftentimes in their 60s they don't really know what that next step looks like and and they, they'll try to get advice from say their their accountant or their attorney a lot of times maybe they'll they'll try to hire a, uh, a business broker to sell their business a lot of times they don't even know to do that and so what happens to a plumbing business that has six seven employees well a lot of times they just shut the doors the, the employees go find work elsewhere um, the issue with that is 
these plumbing companies, these HVAC companies, a lot of the trade companies across our state is these owners have done very, very well. And these businesses do very, very well. It's certainly not a, a, a glorified uh, profession by any stretch. Um, but again, it's much needed. It's going to be around for a long time. It's going I to be. I feel like that's starting to change a little bit too. It seems like as like the wait times for plumbers and the wait times for HVAC folks are starting to increase more and more. It's like six months out before I can get a plumber. All of a sudden, like being a plumber is not necessarily such a bad gig. Right? Well, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. They're not a sexy business, um, but they do very, very well financially. And so what you've seen from a demographic standpoint is a lot of people in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, they went into that trade and now my generation and younger um, kind of stray away or push that in terms of, of, of what I want to do. And so now you're seeing a lack of it. And what I think West Virginia is starting to do with their community and technical colleges is, um, is push that a little, bit, a little bit further, which is great. I mean, again, our, our population works out well to to kind of push people into the trades and so 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 tell me a little bit about like black bear capital so do you do you manage businesses as like a portfolio or how exactly do you operate yes so black bear capital is a wealth management firm and so we're typically helping people with saving for retirement etc you know we have clients that are 25 years old and we have clients that are you know well well into retirement and so the goals for each person is of course going to be different in terms of growing their wealth or preserving it for the rest of their life Um, we also work with institutions um, to help manage 401k plans etc my my other interests are are in private businesses that is that is technically outside of black bear Um, it it is a separate entity but black bear itself is really helping manage wealth okay okay so now, do you so do you these other businesses? I think you said you you own some real estate. You've mm-hmm. got HVAC and, and some other types mm-hmm. of businesses. Do you do you have like a portfolio that you uh, of businesses? Is that kind of how you operate as a serial entrepreneur? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it can get pretty um, pretty ambiguous as as you start to acquire assets, and so we're starting to structure that a little bit. Um, I'm in the process of I've raised what's called a private equity fund, and so that kind of um, that adds a little bit of administration to the process in terms of being able to do it from an entity, and that's called Whitewater Capital Partners. But yeah, the HVAC, the plumbing, the real estate—they're all tech, technically separate businesses, and so there there's a lot of administrative burden there. So tell me, I'm really curious. You've got a diverse set of businesses there. What type of industry do you like work and do you enjoy working in the most? Well, my entire professional career has been in finance, and so um, I've been accustomed to sitting behind a desk and and staring at a computer, and um, I like to remain active. So, like, for instance, with the plumbing business, there's been several days where I've drove up just to help assist them on jobs. And now, don't get me wrong, it's not something that, that I aspire to do 40 hours a week, but when I'm doing it, it's hard work. You feel very satisfied and gratified when you're when you're done with the job, and it really gives you um, an appreciation for all of those people out there that are doing work that is just it's it's difficult. It's labor intensive, and it's it's very important. And so um, I like to so-called get my hands dirty on occasion just to to gain that appreciation. Yeah, my family comes from uh, construction background and stuff, and that is the one thing that's different. You know, for me in the computer world, it's like I don't really have anything to show for it at the end of the day, 
But if you're digging ditches, at least at the end of the day, you got a ditch, right? That's right. Yeah, you can you can see the fruits of your labor and um, everything that you put into it. And it's, it's just, like I said, it's, it's very, very satisfying at the, uh, the end of the job. So tell me a little bit about personal motivation. Um, what do you do to, because running several businesses, that's not the kind of thing. Like I know that the fantasy idea is you just have a portfolio and you stand, you know, kind of overhead and just scraping all the money. But that's not how it works in real life, right? Tell me a little bit about how do you stay on task? What kind of tools do you use to make sure that you're getting your actual work done, not procrastinating and, and following through? Yeah, it's it's never going to be as passive as, as you think it is. Even with real estate, getting just random calls about maintenance issues. Um, of course, you you try to automate as much as you can, and that's utilizing not only softwares and technologies, but other outside vendors and professionals like accountants and bookkeepers and um, property managers, et cetera. And I, I think that's important. You know, for me, entrepreneurship and what's so attractive about it, first and foremost is the freedom. You know, I, I, I control my life, I control my workflow. Not that I enjoy every every minute of, of my work life, but um, again, that's kind of what, that's what creates my schedule is is um, what's happening in my life and you know I started my career working for some larger institutions even here in West Virginia and I said look if I'm gonna be doing this for another 30 years I would much rather do it for myself um, right. even if there's going to be some hard work along the way so I live a life where um, again I, I, I somewhat get to choose my schedule and um, with a lot of these businesses it's again it's just finding the automation and you know it very well all the way from marketing to accounting um, being able to find the proper tools and software and people that can help is is key yeah it's really key and those individuals man I, I tell people if if you find an employee that can show up on time and that can actually go through and follow through on the job and you know tick off those steps follow the, like hold on to them with both hands because that that can be hard to find sometimes well that's a whole other issue when you get talking about the labor market um but you're right it, it's impossible to incentivize someone outside of yourself to do the job as well as you can right and, and that's that's i would go as far as to say that you can't you can't uh, i agree you know a lot of people like to just imagine that everybody's just as passionate about their passion project right. as they are and it's like yeah. nobody's going to care as much as you i don't think you'll get much more than 80 percent yeah. uh, out of out of an employee and, and that's okay yeah right right Agreed. that's why they're getting a salary yeah. and that's why they're not the boss yeah. right yeah exactly you have to understand that and, yeah. and and that's and that's totally fine yeah yeah so as we wrap up here i really really appreciate the conversation. It's been really great, but I want to know for people that are just getting started, maybe they're young and maybe not. Maybe they're maybe they're a little bit older. Maybe they're looking at, maybe their boss is, uh, you know, looking to retire and they want to take over the business. What kind of steps would you recommend for people that, you know, maybe want to get into entrepreneurship, start a business, buy a business? Uh, what, what kind of, what, what kind of general, you know, ideas could you give somebody? Sure. Well, I will start off by saying that it, it, you're never going to feel comfortable stepping into it. There's always going to be questions you don't know the answer to. Um, it, first and foremost, I think the younger you are, having some experience helps. Not that you can't be a 22-year-old entrepreneur, because you absolutely can. But if you're going into a field like, say, financial advisory like I do, it would certainly help to have some experience under under your belt so you can kind of step into that role. But really, it just you know the, the key to entrepreneurship in my eyes is is one having grit and two um, being resourceful you know how resourceful can you be to find the answers uh, to questions that you don't know the answer to right and so that's that's a that's a key and you know along those same lines I'll just uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth but um, 
everything changes all the time. So just because, you know, you might have read a book about the way that somebody did it in the past, you might be able to get ideas from them, but the, the market could have changed or institutions could have changed or, or things. So you have to be adaptive, right? You have to adapt. And what I would say about education is education is great, but you're never going to learn like you do on the job. And entrepreneurship is one where you learn, you, you get a very well-rounded education on the job. So, so I could leave it there, but um, you're right. You have to adapt or, or you die. Great. Max, we'll leave it with there. I don't think we could top that. Thank you so much for Absolutely. joining today. Thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did enjoy this, make sure to like, subscribe, share, do all the things, get us out there, and uh, make sure you drop Max a comment. Let him know how much you enjoyed this conversation. Until next time, bye for now.